Hey, welcome to Real with Claire Rafferty. In this podcast, I'm going to bring you weekly conversations with inspiring and empowering guests. Our goal is to help you break your boundaries, let go of fear, and motivate you to take that leap in the name of health and happiness. All of my guests were just like you before they invested in themselves in order to create much, much more. Between my guests and I, we want to help you out of your rut. We want to show you you can be more and you can have so much more. Does that sound like something you want to do? If so, stay tuned and let's dive into today's episode. Hey guys, and welcome to this week's podcast. This week, I am joined by the incredible Mara Hafizi. She is an endurance athlete. Um, She's a recently qualified PT. And oh my goodness, wait till you hear the energy this girl has. I met her once for coffee to catch up before this podcast. And the vibes I got from her were insane. So I really think you're going to like this podcast and you're just going to buzz off of listening to her like I am already. And we've only just started. All right, Mara, um, can you please end? introduce yourself honey <laughs> thanks Claire for that introduction that was a, I love that so yeah my name's Mara and I also run uh, my website called thefitlondoner.com and basically I do a lot of um, endurance sports challenges so uh, my most recent one was the Woe Burner uh, middle distance triathlon but the, the most craziest one I've done this year is running from LA to Vegas uh, with a team of others it was a relay but it was such a great uh, weekend and it's also um, about encouraging people to step outside their comfort zones and try something new and also encouraging a range of people across different ethnicities um, and backgrounds to try uh, different activities but all of the different challenges I've done uh, led me to also uh, qualify as a personal trainer through that I mean there are so many personal trainers these days but for me it links in with the whole with my whole interest of diversifying sport and encouraging more people to become more active which is incredible okay so there's so many little things just there in your intro already that I want to start to apart um because not only alongside all of that you also work uh, I'm going to call it a normal job yeah, but you also work a normal job don't you yeah yeah I've got an office job <laughs> <laughs> so Mara is one of those incredible go-getter women who is doing five million things just like you guys listening and she has to be very tactical about her time she has to be very tactical about her energy and she has to be really specific on the events she chooses to do even though if some of them are absolutely insane insane so <laughs> let's talk about was it April you had this run from LA to Vegas yeah 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 so it's okay. like the last I mean it happened to be the weekend when Brexit was supposed to be oh <laughs> why were you out the country I mean come on girl but it was such oh my gosh it was one of the it was such a crazy adventure but like being in an SUV and being in an RV <laughs> with other people like these incredible ladies um, and also our crew of all guys as well it was an incredible incredible event like okay. I would highly recommend it <laughs> so, what like whatever I'm going to say possessed you that sounds really like oh my goodness <laughs> but what was it that got you to that point where you were like this is the race for me this is the year I'm going to do it and I'm going all in on this what led you to that decision 
So, I mean, it really kind of, I've been actually following that event. So that event was called The Speed Project. And I've been following them um, on social media for a couple of years now. And every year I've been like, oh, I need one to do it. I want to do it. Um, and then one of the girls, Rosh, um, asked me if I wanted to be in the team this year. So I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Um, but that kind of, it all goes back to a couple of years ago. So uh, when I completed uh, my fourth marathon in Verona. Four um, marathons. <laughs> how many have you done though sorry how many have you done uh, though I think that was my last marathon actually. okay that's fine I think that's it was fine. yeah I, that was my last like marathon that I've yeah, done she's bored she's doing harder stuff now <laughs> no, no 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 marathons are hard in their own right when I finished that event I was just like you know what I want to challenge myself in a way that I haven't challenged myself with doing a marathon I even got to the point about doing thinking about bodybuilding but then I looked at like you know the lower <laughs> carbs the lower carbs and I was like no 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 I like my food I can't that is like carbs. the one thing I hear all the time people are like <laughs> I would love to have your discipline but it's the food it's yeah. just the <laughs> yeah. food and I'm like oh my goodness people there's so much more to it but yeah I totally hear where you're coming from and you put your energy into something else so it's not wasted yeah so then I was like yeah let me try my you know whole like blood sweat and not necessarily tears but <laughs> you know <laughs> challenging myself in a completely different way and I'd heard about I don't know how I'd heard about the Ironman triathlon but I heard about it somewhere but I didn't have I didn't really cycle um in my adult or teenage years so much I mean I cycled a lot as a child but grow, and then as I grew older I stopped cycling and then swimming I had terrible phobia of deep water which kind of stemmed from a bullying incident when I was like seven or very little so yeah I was like uh, I'm not really in the best of places to really start a triathlon but then yeah. I was like an Ironman triathlon is a very very long, long distance so the swim is just under four kilometers and then you've got 180 kilometers kilometer bike ride and then a marathon run afterwards and you've got to be able to do this all within 17 hours and then within those 17 hours there are cutter points for each of the legs um so it's like you know what if I can do this then that means that I can prove myself that I can achieve whatever I want if I set myself um if I set my sort of goals and you know set become more disciplined and things like that so that's kind of and then so I completed I started training for that in October September uh 2017 and then completed Ironman UK in June uh, in sorry July 15th last year and so then it, it that all kind of um encouraged once I completed that I was like wow I feel I feel like a wonder woman like you I can do like anything can do though right yeah. yeah so like I feel like I can do like anything that I want to and so then afterwards I then I uh, did a ultra duathlon and uh, which is a run bike run and then I also did a multi-stage um, ultra marathon in the Wadi Rum Desert in Jordan. So that was 250 kilometers over wow. five days. It was absolutely, oh, that wow. was, it was incredible. Like it was hard. It was, it, I definitely would say that it was hard. Um, but like, you know, just sleeping under the stars in the desert. It's an incredible feeling. The, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was absolutely it was a one in a lifetime experience. So yeah, it all kind of, um, that all, one thing led on to the other and then gradually uh, led on to the speed project um, earlier this year. With, um, yeah. It's, 
all sounds so so incredible <laughs> and i'm pretty sure the guys listening are going to be like that sounds awesome like i think these um obstacle events and kind of triathlons and ironmans and all these things are becoming so so popular right now yeah. in the industry there's so many with spartan and all these yeah. different ones popping up all over the place um and then you've obviously got your bog standard triathlons that are just growing at such an exponential rate right now yeah um and it is so incredible to see people coming out of that you know um, I was chatting to Lucy about this the other day mm. and it's people who you know the running seems like the easy option but then all of a sudden you're faced with swimming or with cycling and it skills yeah. that <laughs> unless you have been doing them in your adult life a lot of us especially women have not been cycling or swimming and there te- tends to be um, this pressure around you know women getting back in the water yeah. um, when I was at university I done a study with female swimmers and it's the dropout at adolescence is absolutely insane yeah. um, and to push through that barrier and to keep going so it is so incredible to see so many people now coming back into the sport and you know getting over that fear and that pressure and everything around it so on that I want to ask you um, you mentioned a little bit about your kind of fear getting back into swimming would you be up for talking about that yeah sure definitely yeah so where like obviously you said you had a bit of an incident when you were a kid but what was if you don't want to talk about that incident that's totally awesome but what was that um fear like and how did you work through that and how did you get over that obstacle to get yourself into the water and put in the work so I mean it took it's taken me years and years and years to get over that like I remember so basically um what happened was I was I pushed I got pushed into a pool and nearly drowned um and but basically I mean what that led to was that every time I got into a pool or I was in the sea or a river or something and I couldn't see the bottom of the water like the seabed that really I got really really terrified or if I couldn't like touch the ground um the seabed or the bottom of the pool I would get really really like I would get terrified as well and just very anxious and all sorts of sort of triggers um but what I did I mean there were so many ways that I tried to avoid swimming so like I mean uh, when I was at school pretending I had like three week periods yeah (laughs) oh my goodness standard girl at school though they're like oh she just doesn't want to get her hair wet they have yeah they have no idea yeah. so like making all the excuses that I could to avoid something oh I've accidentally forgotten my swimming costume no oh no I can't do it and so you know like creating all the all the excuses so the way I got over the fear was I tried having lessons with groups of people but I found that it was more effective to have one-to-one lessons because I was really able to hone in on my fear and work out you know where exactly it was what aspects of the swimming that was triggering my fears and overcoming that and it's um, a lot of work yeah it was a lot of work it was a lot of work I mean to be honest there are still times when I'm just still a bit like scared. (laughs) but But you've got over it and you've not let that fear take control of you and a huge message that I think we so often have is we let fears limit us and we let fears hold us back and it's the the fear of you know what could be but the thing is if you if you'd never got in the pool and you'd never stepped out of your comfort zone to actually start and address this fear that you have um and go all in on yourself like think of the experiences that you potentially would have missed out on yeah exactly 
What's up? All right, sorry to butt in on this podcast, but I just wanted to tell you about our Nutrition Hub and make sure that you're signed up to all of our updates. Our Nutrition Hub is a place for you to learn about portions, macros, calories, and so much more. It's a go-at-your-own-pace course, broken into weekly bite-sized pointers to help you improve your relationship with food, enjoy your dieting once and for all, and of course, help you overcome the fear and guilt you have around meals so that you can be healthier, happier, confident, and of course, in the know. To find out more about our hub or how you can join when doors open, you need to make sure you're following at nutritionhub underscore on Instagram or jump to raffitness.online for more details. Peace out and enjoy the rest of the episode. What have the experiences meant to you as your life? Have they been like the most incredible or like have they been the best things that ever happened to you or? It's it's been a total range of experiences. So like I mean take it retaking up cycling led me to even try track cycling around the velodrome. Yes. Honestly, that was okay. I'll admit that was absolutely terrifying, but I wouldn't have known what that was like if I hadn't tried it. Yeah. And I think getting back on the bike helped me to be like embrace new things. So now it's like when I see new opportunities, I'm like, you know what? Let me go for it. Yes, Um, yes, girl. um, but I think it's also transferred more so into generally my whole like life in other aspects. So, for example, career-wise, I made a massive leap in my like from what my previous job to my current job. And I think the lessons that I learned in sports uh, played a huge part in that. Um, I mean, like a lot of um, there's been a lot of studies that have shown that women won't apply for a job unless they know that they can um, tick off a large number of the boxes yeah. on the job summary. Uh, so, but when I looked at the job summary, uh, there were for me a lot of t- things that I couldn't do or didn't necessarily have the experience, a lot of experience in doing. But what I'd learned in sports was, you know what, just go try it, uh, go yeah. apply, and you don't know what where it will lead you. And it's led me to working at a great place with, um, yeah, and I really enjoy it and I'm challenging I myself all the time. Love that. Absolutely love that. Like, it's almost like you've just taken that one almost huge fear and it's just catalyst and spiraled and snowballed into so many incredible life-changing moments and I absolutely love it and so big well done to you and hopefully that passes some influence to you guys listening and that you really got to grab your fears with both hands and you got to leap forward with them you cannot let those fears hold you back because you don't know what's right around the corner and you don't know what you're missing out on um and yeah Mara is a prime example for that so if they are wanting to come and check you out they're going to go to Fit Londoner yeah that's correct okay so talk to me a little bit about diversity and the blog and what it kind of means for you with ethnicity and your possession yes so um so my blog, uh, thefitlondoner.com, it tracks more about um, my the sort of uh, challenges that I um, have taken part in. But then with my Instagram, which is mara.thefitlondoner, um, I also talk about, about, besides tracking my journeys through the different challenges that I do, um, I also talk about and address the sort of issues that I understand both as a person of colour, but also what I see and um, other people. So like, for example, I find that I found that when you go to certain, um, a lot of gyms or certain classes, it's hugely a white centric 
it can be a hugely white centric space and being able to address that and kind of talk about the issues around that even within like races as well it it can be quite white centric um and i want to be able to encourage um that diversity encourage race uh, brand organizers as well as um individuals to work more together to um, increase that participation and you know it can be little things like race organizers being more you know understanding of what those barriers are that certain groups of people um, have that are preventing them from taking part in those events Um, so for example it could be the marketing like with certain events you'll find that it can be even though there might be a lot of women taking part they the marketing focuses purely on the men which gives a lot of women the impression that actually there aren't that many doing it and that plays a massive um, that plays an important part in the story because people will usually attend things when they uh, attend events or when they see a reflection of someone Um, it's so true yeah so that is partly what I do. And also through my Instagram as well, I also kind of raise the profiles of sports stars who people may not have necessarily heard of. So sports stars across different sports um, who are female, but also a diverse range of uh, female sports stars, whether they're in cricket, wrestling, um, football and things like that and also talking about this kind of their goals and achievements that they have made in their field. Which is absolutely incredible and I think you know we're, we're all for body positivity and women supporting women and standing up in the name of um, obviously um, women of colour and I just think your position is absolutely incredible and I do love to see what you are pushing for and what you represent I know when we caught up you spoke to me as well about your position at work and the different groups and um, communities that you're a part of and you are an absolutely incredible person that is really pushing the way to get more women into sport but also to help women see that they have got a space on the playing field and that they can be involved and they can do anything they can overcome their fears because you've got these incredible stories and you've got these wonderful stories over your endurance events to show that yes you can achieve anything if you if you want it so I want to talk a little bit about some of the lessons that you've learned so obviously you've overcome fear um, and some of the things that you're finding are helping with trying to encourage other women to maybe step up and take sport um, whether it is wrestling or football or what are some of the the things that you've seen that have started to help and encourage women to take part? Things like marketing I think the way that you know whether it's uh, fitness boutique studios your gyms to your race organizers to sports organizations the way they promote their activities to the wider population helps I think encouraging women to become more active and I think brands as well like whether it's like your leggings brand or your you know your sports t-shirt brand like the brand the people that they choose as their models is also quite important because you know it the people when people see those uh, models those photos 
again, it goes back to, you know, seeing a reflection of who they are. So can they imagine themselves wearing those tops and leggings or can they imagine, can, do they see themselves going to that spin class or um, taking part in that running race? So things like that is, are very, very important. I would also say the type of instructors that are around is also quite important because again going back to the diversity point there are certain things that PTs will if they're from a similar background they will understand the barriers as well like I mean it could be like for example with dietitians there may be certain ingredients that people from different communities cook with Um, whereas you when you have like if, if the dietitians are mainly like I don't know Caucasian or white centric they may be used to you know certain avocado you know cooking or making certain ingredients like avocados and eggs but people from other backgrounds might be more used to cooking with things like turmeric or other totally different ingredients yeah. so that's why the there's that importance uh, around uh, diversity as well. That is such a crazy interesting one that I am starting to think about more since I've been living in London because I'm coming into contact with so many people from different backgrounds and one of my good friends is kind of teaching me a little bit about spices and using spices (laughs) in food and stuff like that and it totally blows my mind like um was went out for dinner with a friend and he was like we need to go to a hala restaurant and just different stuff like this that coming from where I came from back in Scotland um that was never an issue and it was it's not to say that it is an issue but it was never a thing that was considered and it was always you just went somewhere and this happened and now since I've got to London and it's just been this crazy learning experience of different cultures and it's really made me open my eyes to just how different cultures live and again that's something that you obviously saying getting into your PT you're trying to kind of help women overcome some of those barriers so for you in particular, like what are some of the barriers that you can personally relate to that someone who's listening might say, oh my goodness, heck yes, sister, like that's me, I've had that experience, I get that, I'm on the same wavelength as you and they might want to like reach out and be like, Mara, help a girl out because I feel you. <laughs> so I personally haven't experienced it, but I'm aware that a lot of other women have particularly experienced the issue that I'm going to say now. So I know that some women, not all women, like to be in a women's only environment. For them, it can be a safe space and also to avoid things like gym intimidation um, and also kind of, you know, uh, when they just want to avoid like men chatting them up, uh, uh, but also the sort of cultural um, and religious for religious reasons they may want to be in a women's only environment whether that's to do with you know co- uh, wearing certain clothes or being just within a women's only environment for uh, certain reasons and for religious reasons and so that's one barrier I think to be honest that is the main one awesome I I definitely like it's not something that I've ever personally encountered or personally come into contact with it's something that you hear about um, but it's not something that I can say that I've dealt with much or had much experience in so it is good that there are people like yourself who are starting to take the forefront of that and say hey I understand that this is a problem I empathize with you and I want to help you try and find a solution so it is absolutely incredible to see you doing that so one of the big things that we forgot to do and I'm so upset 
that we forgot to do was our icebreaker. So oh rather God. than do our yes, rather than do our icebreaker at the start, we're going to do like a ice closer. Okay. So I think you've given me some absolutely incredible stuff today, honey, and I am so so happy that you've taken time out of your Friday evening. Yes, guys, it is Friday evening. We are on chatting, but this girl's vibe is so good, and I'm glad you found that time for me. Um, so before we go, obviously you mentioned your blog a few times, but one more time for us just give us like if they want to come find you instagram facebook where are you at where are you hanging out where are you talking about the best things and where should people come and look you up mara yeah so my instagram is mara.thefitlondoner and my website is thefitlondoner.com yeah gal all right okay you're ready for the quick fire you're all pumped up now so i want them like yes words okay so where are you from london yes what's your oh i nearly got it wrong what's your favorite type of exercise oh can i have two nope one okay Just one. the squat this oh nice booty gains uh, <laughs> exactly <laughs> what one food could you not live without oh, dark chocolate <laughs> dark chocolate yes that you're the second person that said chocolate oh damn it <laughs> you don't, it's not a damn it it's like it's real life though like we're yeah, all these, it's my we're daily all, dilemma <laughs> yeah we're like all these festivals out here preaching healthy lifestyle balanced life da 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 and we're all like can't live without chocolate it's oh so my true God, i can't deal with you know when people have like one like a little tiny bar of like one square <laughs> of their dark chocolate i'm just like no 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 like have it all <laughs> <laughs> that was me on prep. I would be weighing out my 10 grams of dark chocolate. <laughs> 10 grams. Oh my so God, that is, oh, that's nothing. That's nothing. But I had to have it. Every, I was like, as long as I had it, I was sane. Yeah. And I'd literally be weighing out 10 grams of dark chocolate. Okay, this is not quick. This is not quick. <laughs> um, what's your secret superpower? Mine would be psycho... Oh, I never had to say it. Psychokinesis. You know, when oh. you can like move things without um like with your like mind oh that is i like how you're like i can move stuff with my mind why would that be that one I like think it's, it's just quite cool and like i think i got <laughs> sold on i got sold in it by stranger things ah okay 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 <laughs> it's such a random like it's a good one but it's such a random one <laughs> I just want to stand and move something and make you freak out. Exactly. I think it would be quite funny. <laughs> it'd be funny. Because you'd be like, who's doing that? Okay. And then what one thing makes you happy? Uh, I think hanging out with my friends. Like the yeah. most simplest form of things. Just hanging out with my friends. Like I've got one friend who I speak to every single day. And that just makes me so uh, happy. That is amazing. you got to keep those friends in your life forever. Like the ones that are there every day are the ones never to be forgotten. True, and- true. Yeah, that is incredible. I'm glad you have someone like that because you are such a bundle of energy. And as long as you've got someone to outlet on, that's the main thing. (laughs) All right, gal, do you have anything that you think we've missed? Anything you want to shout about? um, About PT, about your work, about events coming up? Is there anything that you want to say? Check this out. You should know more about this before we head. Uh, So, I mean... Fingers crossed, I have got it. Um, but I'm hoping to get a place on the Comrades Marathon. Well, they call it marathon, but it's actually an ultra marathon. Um, and it's like the it's longest not just marathon. <laughs> 
it's um an ultra marathon it's by, it's the oldest um ultra marathon in south uh, in the world so it, it takes place in south africa so i'm hoping um to do that uh, as one of my big challenges for uh next year that's incredible and <laughs> i can't i really hope i get a place um and hey. <laughs> manifest it manifest it girl oh your- yes nice well they will need to go and follow you on instagram to find out if you get accepted um and if not then it's not your year but next year hopefully again it'll be so much more yeah (laughs) so keep us posted keep us updated and i really hope you get that spot honey yeah um thank you so much for joining me and peace out i will catch you guys all in next week's episode